Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of RPT. It's your boy Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo, the ghetto vaquero, el rey de four play, the masa messiah, the tamale kingpin, the Versace mariachi, and uh, we have producer DJ Big Rob. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Buenos dias, man. Yes. Uh, the baby wakes up way too early, so uh, y'all bear with me. We're going we gonna to kick in the energy, though. Uh, if you, if you already came with it. You already, and I, and like I just moved, so I'm out of magic mind, and Oof. you know, so sometimes you just be slacking and lacking, sometimes bro. Sometimes you need that mojo. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, magicmind.co forward slash chingo. That is the promo code. Get hooked up. Also, man, shout out to the contra our contractor. You know, shout out to Bobby. Doing the work. Yeah. Uh, let me pull up his phone. This is so unorganized, y'all. But I, I need to shout out, you know. Yeah, it's not unorganized. Um, this, this is Chingo coming off the road for two shows, but like four days, flying. Yeah, like two cities. Moving. All kinds of shit. Uh, if you guys need a contractor in the Houston area, get you a free estimate, free quote. Tell them Chingo sent you. Ask for Bobby. It is 832-893-7546. Sass. Oh, What's up, big dog? How you been, plug. big dog? Nah. Doing good, man. Happy happy belated Father's yeah. Day on the podcast. Likewise, brother. Um, it's good to have you back. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but when you go out of town for shows, and we record a lot of our content in batches for that reason, uh-huh. uh, it, we go like a week without seeing each other. Yeah. And we might, you know, we might And text. that's way too long, Robert. It really is. It really is too long. It really is too long. But it is nice when I get a text about a Ryobi product uh, yeah. that initiates a conversation. So yeah. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, because, um, you know, the... I feel like I need to maintain our backyard. You're gonna stuff. do that? I, I'm thinking about it. I'm just, I just be sitting back there looking at it, like, okay, first I'm gonna just get the edger, you know, like la weeda. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I could just do that for a little bit, because you know, it's like, should I, should I not? I haven't been in the new crypts. So I don't know how big it is, but when I, when you ask me, like, I need something just like a simple push with a bagger, so there's no clippings everywhere. Like, oh, I'm like, cool bet. There's a ton of options. Unless that. it's gonna spit out the little mulch in a controlled fashion. There, there is. There's an okay. attachment for that, too. You could do that as well. But uh, I just thought to myself, as I was like, I got some links to send you, and I was like, man, is he going to... Because it grows so fast, right? So you're going to find yourself doing this on a minimum of weekly, right? Okay. And then you're going to edge... Is that and, how you do it every week? At least, yeah. Nice. At least every week, yeah. And okay. then try to water it and stuff. I was doing that actually when you texted me. Oh, okay. But uh, it's it's work, you know? It's he was work. out there cow tipping in the middle of the pasture. Dude. People love that song. We have to make, eventually it's going to become a real song. Yeah, I already clipped that little part to have it in my phone and I can just kind of hear where the lyrics yeah. could, could what, what lands better. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because we did a different line. Sometimes uh, on that one episode, Cow Tipping, y'all go check it out. It, it is on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N forward slash Red Pilt Tamales. That's right. So on some of the lines, we were freestyling like, um, uh, chasing them cowgirls, wearing them Daisy Dukes. That's the main one. I think people really stuck to that oh, one. Daisy Dukes. Yeah. Or I got, should it I got. be like? Or should it be like a cow tipping in the middle, middle of the pasture, and just a local boy chasing mm-hmm. all the cowgirls? Ooh, that could be another verse, right? Yeah, cowgirl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, all members of the Thea, all agents of the Thea, stand back, stand by with your lyrics. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jess Tear on the Discord. She was like, "Yo, this need really needs to be a song." And oh, funny. Yeah, a lot of people on there in the Discord discord were like all the agents said at the other like yo this is catchy son oh badass yeah i wasn't i was kind of mia this weekend it was don's birthday it was father's day kids all that thing and obviously you're out of town so i don't know how often you were in the discord this weekend yeah i was on it nice yeah i was on it and i uh, started to bother you on father's day about ryobi products but Dude. ryobi if you're listening you need to be a sponsor somebody need a goddamn sponsor to show already. yeah we got some we got some things in the pipeline for sure as um, we're getting ready to move into this new space yeah so right now uh this episode is brought to you by the legalized freedom tour yeah next stop irvine california july 6th ontario california july 7th el centro 
California, July 9th. I think VIP about to sell out on that one. Uh, Denver, Colorado, a whole weekend. Yes, sir. July 14th through the 16th. Since we're doing a whole weekend in Denver, that means I will be going back to Denver next year. Nice. So uh, don't sleep. Uh, OKC, July 28th. Chicago, Chirac, Chaganistan, August 4th. Phoenix AZ, what it do? I'll be out there in the 60 True. Know what I'm talking about? August 11th. Then we have San, San Jose Califas, August 24th. Brea. September 14th, Oxnard. September 15th, Austin, Texas. That you know that one is the reschedule on, mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the renege. Know what I'm talking about? September 28th, uh, San Anto, a whole weekend, which means I will be going back next year. September 29th through October 2nd. Addison, Texas, another weekend. I will be back next year. November 4th through the 6th. Still working on Salt Lake City, Las Vegas, and Houston. That doesn't mean sleep on this year, by the way, guys. No, don't sleep. No, that means, Never. that literally means do not sleep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because we don't know what the future holds. It, look, in in Brandon's America, yeah, is it might get to the point where they're squeezing the working class, they're squeezing the blue collar so much from every angle that people might have to start sacrificing their entertainment budget. But see, the good thing about the Legalized Freedom Tour is that it's more than just entertainment. It's camaraderie. It's yeah. community. Uh, it's good for the soul. It's good for the spirit. It's good for the country. I 100%. I, I approve this message. You know what I'm about? Did you see anything while you were on the road that was kind of like shaking my head like it wasn't like this under trompitas, you know? Or did anybody even say anything that kind of like uh, stuck with you? Well, we just did uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Shout out to all the people that came out. And um, great crowd. I mean, people, dude, check this out, bro. There's a portion of the show where I basically say either you were born with a chile or you were born with a taco. That's it. Like, you know, or I'll say like men and women are different. That's just the thing. Like we're different. Like I'm not saying women aren't great. I'm not saying we're not equal in a lot of ways, but we're different. You know, and people just start. You get a whole applause break. (laughs) And I was like, how? I think I said in El Paso. I was like, how crazy is it that we've gotten to the point where just stating simple, basic biology Mm -hmm. gets you an applause break? Uh, and I and they were just like, oh, is he mad at us for clapping? And I was just like, bro, how do we let it get to this point? And I also want to talk about this J Lo document uh, documentary that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to point at you so aggressively. No, <laughs> oh, um, I like it. I like bringing the heat, bro. It's called Halftime, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I you saw, seen? It? I saw a trailer, like a teaser for it. I didn't even see a full trailer. I literally saw like a sixty, not even thirty second okay. teaser for it. Well, I never knew J Lo was borderline Marxist, woke, right? So y'all got to go check it out for yourselves. You got to weigh and measure it on your own, (laughs) right? But there was literally a scene where they interviewed, uh, I guess they played a clip of Ben Affleck, where he was chiming in on the amount of hate that J-Lo was getting uh, at one point when everybody was like, oh, she really can't sing. You know what I mean? She just got a big old booty. She just be singing and dancing, whatever. And um, like South Park made fun of her. There was a scene where they're like, taco, taco, burrito, taco, whatever. <laughs> and um, anyway, Ben Affleck's like, yeah, she, you know, I told her like, you know, does any of this bother you? And she's just like, you know, I knew it would be unfair for me. I was prepared for this. I'm Latina and I'm female. And you don't understand because you're a white male. And you didn't know that, you know, I was prepared for Like I knew it was. And it's like, what? And then she was talking about preparing for the halftime show and how, they bro, they found a way to tie it back to Trump. Mm. Yes, it was just like clips of Trump and her watching the news. She's like, I have to make a statement, and you know, normally I, I say, you know what, lead the politics to everyone else. She's like, normally I'm like, you know what, lead the politics to everyone else. I'm not that chick, but I have to say something. Obviously, right? People got triggered, kids in cages. So she had to fight the NFL production team to like make sure that they allowed these little like lit up Super Bowl halftime 
cages where they had like her daughter singing out of one and like they had kids placed in them and the nfl was like ah we don't want to make this a big old political halftime and um now uh marisol was telling me that j-lo performed for something in la some dodger something extravaganza some gala and that she let her daughter sing and now her daughter's a they Hmm. I guess she's the, I don't know what they call that, fluid, non-binary okay. of some sort. And uh, she had like a rainbow microphone. Of course, man, it's Pride Month, bro. It might have been a Pride event. Huh? ESG score. You got to go all of in. Of course. Well, Mighty Soul didn't explain it all the way. Like, is it a Pride event? Mm. But long story short, somehow, some way, according to Mighty Soul, uh, uh, J-Lo's baby is a they and a them. Okay. That's all how right. she I love that this is how we're going to dissect or get into the first episode of the week here. It's mm. Wednesday. It's the first of uh, many episodes this week. It's the longest one. But I have to ask, did you watch the whole thing? The doc? Yeah. Yeah. Is it pretty long or is it just like a regular 90 uh, minute? It's like a regular, yeah. I can't remember if it was like a minute. I mean, a, an hour, hour 15. Uh, going into it, did you know what it was going to be about? Like, did you oh, just- We just thought it was like her prepping for the Super Bowl. So you can see rehearsals and like behind the scenes, like vlog style. Yeah. What did you take away from it, I guess? There's so many questions here. They made it about Trump. They showed footage of the border, and she's just like, you know, uh, uh, footage of, like, Trumpitas. You know, he's mean to immigrants, and they're treating Latinos bad, and I have to make a statement at the Super Bowl, even though I'm Puerto Rican, and Puerto Rico's part of the U.S., And but, you know, Latinos are being treated so bad. And she said, she literally said, uh, she said, blah, 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 and that's a narrative that Trump created. But she just, you know, forgive her. She don't understand. And me and Marisol, uh, we're just sitting there watching it. And we're just like, Pobrecita, she don't, she don't know. Just like I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But she's older than me. So I'm thinking like, damn, baby, you ain't figured out yet. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. 42. She about, what, 50 maybe. Yeah, 52. but also it's 2022. Like we've been through, we, we've seen both sides. Yeah, and I don't know when this thing was edited and produced. But still, yeah. it's kind of like. Man, y'all, y'all, it didn't need all, it didn't have to go back to Trump and, and they're rapists, you know, they're racist or whatever uh, Trump said, you know, they're rapists and yeah. they're, they're not sending their best. They're sending their uh, T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. I mean, um, T-H-E-I-R. Yeah. Uh, I think the same, the same thing, like the same sentiment was in the Ariana Grande one that came out a couple, probably about a year ago now, which it was, I thought it was going to be a doc. It was just literally live performances. It was like two minutes in between like a set and then like just the song. It was just all performance. It was all performance. Yeah, yeah, no, it was different. Yeah, and then uh, the Taylor Swift one that came out not too long ago as well, that you, you see her in the back and she's on the couch and I think she, I don't remember when it was uh, edited or recorded, but it had to have do, had to do with the, like the election. Maybe it was leading up to the 2020 or leading up to maybe even 2016. But it was just like she was just upset by what happened. Or she even tweeted something that like, you know, usually like, I, you know, I don't do this. You know, this isn't what I'm what my platform's for. But I feel like I have to voice, you know, what's going on or whatever. And I was just like. Yeah, it didn't have to include that. It had no relevance to what your doc or, or performance show had to do. So let, let's add some context to this J-Lo debacle. Okay. All right, so the NFL supposedly was feeling the heat and the pressure for not being inclusive enough or something like that, right? Yeah. So they brought in Rock Nation, a.k.a. Jay-Z, mm-hmm. to consult, right? And what they arrived at is that year, Super Bowl is going to be in Miami. So they decided to split the time between Shakira mm-hmm. and jennifer lopez right so they had to they had to do like seven minutes each or something what year was this do you remember it's like maybe like maybe two and a half i think maybe three okay because because check this out here's more context at the end 
after they finished showing, like, okay, she uh, she did a hell of a performance, got rave, raving reviews mm-hmm. for the um, the Super Bowl thing, right? Then it ends, it, it the, the end cap, the, the last little chapter, the way they tied a bow on the whole thing is she's in D.C. and she's performing for Kamala and, um, you know, the Dems. You know, Bill Clinton's there, Obama's there. Of course, Sleepy was there taking a little nap. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Jill, she was there. Anyway, she's up there singing like, God bless him, something, this land is my land, uh-huh. or something. And then she even threw in a, let's get loud, something, something. Like, she had to cram in one of her lyrics from one of her songs. Mm-hmm. It's like, first, when she went up to the podium, Marisol, first of all, Marisol is like, that's one of her spirit animals. It is. J-Lo's one of her spirit animals. It's like animals. J-Lo and T-Pain. Uh, I don't know about T Pain. I never heard that. Two Chains. Two Chains. Yeah, bad. Two Chains. Quavo. Uh, Paul Abdul. Um, uh, who else is like a really good dancer? Her trifecta of dancers is like J Lo, Paul Abdul, and who else is known for dancing? Mm, I can't remember. It's really about it. Paul Abdul. No, there's another person. I can't remember. Madonna. No, 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 no. no fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. Madonna ain't known for dancing like that. <laughs> Hell no. Not like on Paul Abdul's level. But yeah. anyway. Oof, Paul Abdul. Yeah. Um. Oh, so when she walked up to the podium in D.C., right? Uh, Marisol was like, no, she's not going to... They did not let her sing the national anthem. She's not going to sing the freaking national anthem. And then she's like, this land is my land. They let her do the third grade (laughs) choir part. And then she's like, oh, because she's like, you know, Whitney Houston killed that national anthem. That would have been an embarrassment. Yeah, you can't compare that to Whitney's. No. Mm -mm. Or any, honestly. J-Lo, like, yeah, don't do it. No, no, no. No, no. Mm-hmm. so i mean what did my soul say about it she was just very let down and disappointed she's like man i can't believe she's that misinformed uh you know why they got to make it all about trump when and you know it's like y'all are the ones dividing y'all are the ones always playing victim you know what i'm saying like and and marisol even says she she quoted candace Owens. she's like we need to stop making everything about like, well, I'm the first Latina this and as a brown person, you know, that's like if I go around always saying like, as a Latino comedian, it's like, <laughs> no, motherfucker, that's so lame. Like yeah. you're limiting yourself. That means you can't perform in front of white folk, black folk, like Asians. Like, what do you mean? Like, that means you can never go on Rogan because you're not mainstream or you don't like your jokes aren't in English. Like what is as a brown person of color? Yeah. Uh, it's like stop all it's like we're american bro like we all contribute we're all artists like you're you're a grown woman you're a grown man uh just do your best do your shit represent create the art you want to create and stop always prefacing everything is like you know yeah it's hard i have this conversation with people all the time because i've never been and you and i talked about the exact same thing you just said is like cloaking everything in this identity you know and it's it's hard for for some people to get it when you talk about like or when I, when they mention like well isn't Jingle Bling Mister like yes 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 but you got to understand it in the context of like the current and like the last two years of conversations conversations with either just us or with guests or with like mm-hmm. literally the community of like politically involved fans yeah this people. is before the summer of love like I was Mister They Can't Deport So before you had I mean I'm not saying like. The only reason I'm like looking at the border different is because now it's like, whoa, it's a whole lot of Pakistani, Indian, this, that, every other country, like a hundred and gazillion, every country in the world. You know, it ain't even Mexicans. It ain't really just because of that. It's like, oh shit, you start to see like, 
hey, this is unchecked. Yeah. Like we now you see the footage from like uh, Jorge Ventura and, and different people where it's like, and here's 400 migrants just waltzing in. You know, nobody's checking them. Nobody we just had him on about a week or so ago. And he was there last night uh, over the weekend, over Father's Day weekend and nonstop, dude, whether it's 9 p.m., 1 a.m., yeah, Yuma, 5 a.m., nonstop. Yeah, there's just a big old gap and nobody there. And half of them are the type to just turn themselves in because they know they're going to get hooked up and just let in or whatever. The other half are the gotaways that don't want to get caught. They don't want to turn themselves in. But, you know, I don't think J-Lo knows all that. So what do you think? What's the price tag? Here's my question to an entertainer like yourself who's been in the industry for, let's say, decades at this point. Mm -hmm. What's the price tag that would have you go up there and be that, like, uh, establishment based, like mm-hmm. if they said, "Hey, Chingo Bling, you're gonna do the Super Bowl and you're gonna do the uh, the wall, um, the White House you're, election you're thing." Gonna, I mean, yeah, you're gonna do everything. You're gonna, and and since you're a comedian, you're gonna do the press. Uh, the, yeah. the what's it, what's it called? The uh, press dinner. The yeah, White the, House, the, uh-huh. whatever. The correspondence mm-hmm. speech and the uh, delivery. We're gonna do everything. We're gonna go ahead and just put a put about a. 50 milli mm-hmm. 50 milli oh, price yeah. tag yeah I'm gonna I'm I'm go up there and talk about the GOP <laughs> shit you can give me 20 milli 20 million I'll do it yeah, this, in this fucking economy give me 2 milli yeah, look I'm, in, milli. I'm energized now turn, turn, my, head, turn my headphones okay, on okay you, you got it you got it turn right my here. headphones boom, on boom, check, boom, check, check 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 yeah yeah, yeah. Dale, dale. people on the discord that's like, a problem people on the discord like man we was, we could hear the echo from here why is headphones so loud <laughs> Boy, y'all be roasting me on that goddamn Discord. If you want to join the Discord, uh, the the lowest tier is a dollar. It is. All it takes is a dollar. If bro. you just want to be a part of the community and, and you know talk shit, learn some stuff, join one of the channels. They're all open. At first, it was just going to be the general chat, but you can hop into TI history, yeah. you can t- hop into investing, whatever. RPT questions, gaming. Yup, every survival. Survival's a big one. DIY. Yeah, yeah. And for a dollar, factor in inflation. That's really forty cents. That's what you're really paying. As a matter of fact, if you really <laughs> think about it, we're paying you to join our Discord. Pretty much with yeah. content and fire ass information. Yeah, bro. Yeah, we're, we're really just whoring ourselves out at this point. No, for we're sure. We're just prostituting ourselves yeah. at this point. All that's left is making a, an Only Nails fan. Only Nails? Yeah. Nails? Yeah. Like fingernails? Or whatever other nails you might want to show people. I don't get it. Tell nails. Oh, show my nail. Okay. Yeah, it's all good, bro. If you go to my jiu-jitsu class, you can see my nail. <laughs> you can roll with my nail. Boy, I killed it yesterday, bro. Oh, yeah. How's it going? Great. Excellent. How many bro. times have you been since you I mean, I just there? got back, so yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I went once. No, but you've been to the gym more than that since you moved over there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've been to a few classes. Yeah, but some of them weren't jujitsu. Oh, okay. They okay. offer a variety class. That's what's up. How'd you feel last night? Um, Yesterday in the daytime. Okay, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I went in the morning yesterday, and um, it's very hot and humid, very muggy, so I had to like... Still, still to warm up is still too much because yeah. it's just like three minutes of jumping jacks, like three minutes of uh, Hindu uh, push-ups. Yeah, Hindu fucking push-ups. Yeah, and like now we're doing non-stop squats. This is after fucking jogging around inside the, the ring, outside the, the, the mats. Yeah. Uh, high knees, you know, go around two times, high knee. And like, now you're doing these motherfucking squats, you know, you know, the, the, the weird kind where like when you go down, you're kind of on your tippy toes and then like your posture's super good. I don't yeah. know if it makes sense. I think those are also Hindu squats. They might be a Hindu squat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might, I don't know. I think it is. Uh, like some penitentiary type shit, bro. <laughs> and uh, I was just lacking. Like I would do, I would do jumping jacks, but then it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna clap all the way. I'm gonna just do these little bird flaps. And then I would throw in like a couple, like a little knee, just to like catch my breath. Like I'm just, I'm gonna do a kick in between. You know, I threw in my own little. <laughs> I broke it up on my own. Start doing the cha cha slide. But shit. check, but check this out, bro. And we'll get back to politics uh, shortly. But um. Everybody's like, man, good to see you back, man. See, see, I'm putting in that mat, mat time, big dog. And um, 
you know, it's no gi. So you don't know who's a black belt, who's a white belt with no stripes. And uh, at the end, instead of rolling, instead of rolling, it was like they put three upper belts. Like they just sit there and then everybody else line up against the wall. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, first three people up against the wall. Y'all got to go past their guard, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. You know, past their guard, they're gonna try to sweep you, and I don't, I don't know what else. Maybe submit, maybe, but they're just trying to sweep, sweep you. So whoever wins stays, mm. right? So, so when I'd go and try to like get past their guard, and like, okay, ah, oh, you got me. All right, you swept me. Whatever. I bet I'm gonna go get some water. <laughs> I'm gonna walk back, get in the back of the line. At this point, the te- the strategy is just tire them out. So like now it's my turn again. I'm like, I am. We gonna get y'all tired. And I'm trying to go around. I'm trying to juke around their their feet, and then eventually I was the king of the hill, big dog. Oh, how many times did it take? Um, I remember like three or four. Okay. And uh, next thing you know, I'm the king of the hill, big dog. All right, guys, quick break. We want to talk about friends of the podcast. Uh, this is actually like the fuel source, the energy source, the focal source of the podcast, Magic Mind. They're showing so much love to all the members of the Thea. Uh, they decided to continue to work with us. They dig the podcast. They like that uh, people are digging Magic Mind and all that it has to offer. Don't forget to shake it because you get all that good green stuff at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's very natural, so you got to shake it, dog. Where can they go? You go to magicmind.co forward slash chingo. When you check out, use promo code chingo. You get 20% off. And if you subscribe and you join the subscription where they send it to you every month, Bro, how much percentage you get up? 40%. 40, the big 4-0. Yeah, man, it's a really good deal, actually. That's damn near half. Yeah, it's a really, really good deal. I don't miss a day. Don doesn't miss a day. You take yours every day we record, and any chance that you have it, you take it on the road with you. It really is a fantastic product. Yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a game changer. We really, we really dig it. Uh, it's just a little shot. It's an herbal supplement. It's just two ounces. You get to do more and stress less. And... They're friends of the podcast, and they're hooking up listeners of the podcast. So you got to support friends of the podcast. Get us, get us. Magicmind.co forward slash chingo. Get 20% off or use the promo code chingo. You get 40% off if you're joining the subscription. Boom. Size. How many times? How, how long were you king of the uh, Probably about three people. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, oh, shit. I'm starting to think, like, bro, I probably could have, I probably could have, um, maybe not made the wrestling team, but they probably could have trained me, like, in high school or something. They yeah. probably could have trained. I was very sickly, though, in high school, so I probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah, it was probably, it, was, it wasn't until, was it 30 when you had the, the I think tonsil? I'm, I might have been about 30, I think. Mm-hmm. At, at 30, for those that haven't heard the story, when you had the tonsils removed, at 30, did you feel like that? You just oh, yeah. you started going to the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now you're able to like um, uh, maybe even uh, absorb nutrition. Mm. You know, you're not on antibiotics all the time, which tears up your stomach. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Maybe you'll be a blue belt before, you know, I mean, before this time next year, man. I, I, man, this one dude was, um, he was king of the hill for a long ass time. He was doing a, all types of shit. Like, you know, the fucking, what do you call that? When they like roll. Going inverted. Yeah. yeah. He was doing all that. And I'm like, bro, what belt are you? He's like, I'm purple. Oh, okay. I was like, word, okay. Yeah, for a long time. But yeah, we we did the uh, Darce choke and the Anaconda choke. Nice. Mm-hmm. All, and, uh, all no gi? All no gi, big doc. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, bro, it, it's it's... We'll talk about it on another episode, but uh, who knows, man? Uh, we do want to put out more shows. Yeah, we don't only just think about politics all day. Uh, so yeah, y'all, we appreciate the love. Um, we um, Marisol and I are gonna start doing cafecito time again. Mm-hmm. There's a little nook in our bedroom where I'm gonna set up 
I'm gonna test it out and just see if we're gonna like set something up. We could put like an iPad and, a, and an iPhone and and just go live to we don't know where YouTube, Facebook. I don't know. We do have a guest coming on later this episode, so we're gonna record for like another 15, 20 minutes and then hop into the guest. So maybe we can just continue shooting the shit and get back to the politics after. But mm-hmm. within that same uh, to piggyback off of that, cafecito um, time. Oh, we need to come up with a like a legitimate name, whatever we're gonna name this new spot. Like we're go- we're migrating okay. from here to there. Uh-huh. So. Shouting out to the Discord to give mm-hmm. us real suggestions for the names. Is it going to be RPT Studios? Is it going to be CB Studios? Like, what's it going to be? Have you thought about it much? Not really. No? Nah. Mm-mm. It's just a lot. It's just, uh, like, part of me is, like, setting a dead, deadline on my own. Like, dog, you got to think of this shit now. It's got to be tight. It's got to be perfect. And don't forget, like, Her Lounge Podcast is going to be in there, too. And, yeah. And God knows what else we cook up. And um, uh, I was with uh, Juan Perez all weekend. He's got a lot of ideas because, you know, he's he's very familiar. He's a podcast fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we want to make sure we monetize because I'm not monetized on Facebook. Yeah. I got, you know, my reach on there is 3.1 million, 3.4 million, the reach. Yeah. But I'm not monetized. Uh, so yeah, so we already thinking like, okay, the set has to be set up in a way where, you know, a sponsor might be like, Hey, I want product placement. I want this. I want to have my product on the shelf or something. So I told you before we started recording, I was, I was chatting with Manny yesterday and we're going to chat again tomorrow. I had an idea for, to, to continue adding to the catalog of the RPT studios. He knows so much about finance and mm-hmm. banking and real estate and all that kind of jazz that instead of just doing another show where I interviewed, interviewed random people, him and I started talking about like how you you always send me uh, EYL stuff, the Earn Your Leisure guys. Mm-hmm. I remember telling you, you used to listen to them way before they, they blew up. And they blew up within like two years or less, all about just finance and investing and economic you know conversations for the hood, for the black folk, right? Mm-hmm. And sure, other people listen to it, but that was their main thing. Like they wanted to give back to their community. I think they're both from Brooklyn or both from New York somewhere. I think from Philly. From Philly? Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess they might be based out of New York now. But either way, uh, I was like, well, I kind of want to replicate that for this why, community. Why I got to be Brooklyn, bro? I thought one of them, because one of them sounds like Jay-Z for starters. Mm-hmm, okay. I think Rashad or, or one of them sounds like, like Jay-Z. Regardless, mm-hmm. um, I told Manny, I was like, I want to you know, do a similar thing or like a value-tainment, like Patrick B. David kind of thing. And uh, he, was, he got really stoked about it. He's like, I could have a lot of people on that started as like toilet cleaners and now like all they do is you know, work for Chase or they work for these institutions that help you know, people build a better life or whatever. So long story short, I think I'm going to go with the name uh, major- The Majority Minority. I caught him. All right, and the reason is because Sol and I were talking about this yesterday. Like a lot of the people that listen to the podcast, they look like us. They have, you know, experiences like us. They they have family that came from where our families came from. Marginalized, oppressed people of color, basically. But they don't see it that way, right? They see they see it like I I am here. I have the opportunities. I'm gonna make the best of those opportunities. Now, Mm -hmm. if they had a little bit more knowledge in those arenas, they probably would, you know, they'd go further and and faster or whatever. So we're gonna work on that. And it might be another thing that uh, you know that gets also backing from the same institutions that want to back RPT. For sure. You know Let's saying? get it. Yeah. So what are we talking about, Big Don? Your boy went for a stroll. Oh, man. Joseph Raheem Breezy. Joseph Raheem Breezy. I posted it with a caption, something along the lines of um, his handlers are trying to do him dirty. That's how I saw it. When mm-hmm. I saw, first of all, when I see that old man, this almost uh, 82, yeah, three-year-old man on a bike, Mm-mm. not good. They should have never put him on that bike. No. How do you think the day started when they were like, okay, Mr. President, today you're going to start with a nice bike ride. Well, keep in mind, uh, you know, he's the face, he's the puppet, right? Yeah. And um, it seems like that whole little, uh, I don't want to say cabinet, right? But like the people all around, the main face people, like the ones that want to make sure that everything is about optics. It's almost like a little PR 
content creation team where they're like, they live right, in a con- the White House is a content house? Basically, right? Because the real people that are really pulling the strings and, and really making shit happen, they're, they're like behind the scenes, right? You got Barry, probably Hillary. and For and, sure. Or whoever else, right? All them same little people. Uh, uh, you know, uh, was it Chuck Schumer or the other guys, Shifty Shift? All them little fucking, the little swamp. Yeah. They, you know, or who else? The globalists, the uniparty, some of the rhinos is over there helping out. But think about it, man. This whole, this regime, every time you look up, they're doing their little Zoom calls and their press thing from that staged fake theater thing, right? You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That little that little set that they built. Yeah, they're always in the set. Uh, they always he always gets uh, shuffled off, doesn't answer questions a lot of times for the press. Um, porque la caga. And then it, it's just always about like, oh, we're gonna take him out to get chocolate, chocolate chip, just so he could be relatable and shit. And if, <laughs> what does he do? He wants to talk to the kids. Chocolate, chocolate and then shit. as soon as he got up from the bike and shit, he went straight to a little kid, talked to the little kid. He did. Yeah. I didn't see the full video. I just saw oh, the one where he fell. Yeah, dog. He went straight to the little kid. Hey, 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 hey. Like he literally like just got up and then went straight to the little kid. Hey, hey, hey. I'll give you my words of Biden. So everybody saw him fall, right? Everybody saw him fall. But did you see the video? I guess the next day. Which one? The memes? No, no, no. Here, I'll pull the it one up of Trump you. throwing his MAGA hat. And- <laughs> no, dude. No, this one. Well, I think they're asking him about it. Jesus Christ, there's so many wires up here. Let's see. Mr. President, how are you feeling? How are you feeling, sir? Good. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a little bunny hop for the audience there. What did Jill say, Mr. President? Mr. President. Trash, bro. Who's Mr. cheering? How I was are gonna you say. Feeling? So let's watch it again here. For How are you didn't feeling, sir? The first time. Good. Bunny, huh? There you go. <laughs> this this little crowd of people over here is who I'm actually a little bit more concerned about. Probably got paid to be there. Basically, those are my thoughts. Like, what kind of stand-ins are these extras yeah, from he, shows? You know, he ain't really want to go to church. This old perverted ass, sleepy ass. Come on, bro. He was like, oh, I gotta go do this appearance. It's all. It's always photo ops. Everything they accuse Trump of. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just like a little content house. It's like, all right, he's going to be on vacation. We have to make sure we uh, get some people to interview him on the beach. He's going to be wearing a hat that says uh, the Bo Biden Foundation embroidered on the side. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We'll have him do a bike ride just to show he's agile. Bad idea, bro. Like, it just makes us look weak as a country. Like, you know, you don't think Russia, North Korea, Japan, whoever, they're all just like, you know, Iran, the Saudis, China, they're all like... Are you watching this? <laughs> Look at this. All the countries. And who is going to pay for this? Where's that from? That's from, uh, uh, that's Nigeria. Okay, okay. Just making yeah. sure. That's, a, like, uh, that's uh, not Saudi. Yeah, no. That's uh, Godfrey. Godfrey. You got a joke like that. Dude, um, I, I don't know. When I first saw the video, I thought somebody had photoshopped. I didn't think it was actually him. So I had to watch it a few times. And then I caught a, a couple of different angles. Sure enough, it was him. And I thought to who myself, approved that? who approved it? Why y'all let him on the bike? Like, it's so dangerous. Just like from a human, yeah. like human He's elderly. Yes. Like if he breaks anything. It's just risky. Like, like risky. you know, Trompitas, he's smart enough. Because I, I think there's an old clip of Trompitas talking about, I think John Kerry or something. He said, you'll never see me riding a bike in the middle of a major negotiation. Oh, really? Yeah. You could probably uh, YouTube. Well, there was a clip that I thought was from also just like yesterday, the day before, where, where Trump says, and I, I vow that I'll never ride a bike. Did you see Trump say that? I, I saw him say, well, he took a nasty spill, you know, you know, uh, 
something like, we'll pray for him in that regard. But another note, Sleepy's doing a terrible job. <laughs> I think it might have been that same one, dude, because right after that, he's like, he, he says something really funny, and then he's like, little claps and stuff, and he's like, and I vow to you that I'll never ride a bicycle. It's like, it's like y'all need to come up with better content creation. Like, I'm sure Obama was like, I knew this was a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoever's... Why does it seem like everything he does ends up in a catastrophe? Not just the economy and the country, but everything, every little thing that he tries to do turns into a complete calamity. Well, for one, they're illegitimate. Um, well, yes. It looks like they, they purposely try to destroy the country. We can't always just chuck it up to um, incompetence. You know that's true, though people will say, uh, I forgot the, the adage, but for what, for don't apply malice for what you can apply stupidity. And I think a lot of this just is, I mean, you want to think it's just stupidity and incompetence, but it kind of it seems very malice. Yeah, no, I think a lot, of this, a lot of this, they're doing it on, on purpose, like uh, trying to make the diesel gas super expensive. I mean, trying to make us, because listen, a starving citizenry, like a disarmed citizenry, I don't even know that's the right fucking word, but like, um, a, a broke citizen is an obedient citizen. Yeah. They want to just beat you down to the point where, like, you have no choice but to depend on them. Yeah, a disarmed society. Yeah, I, you have. They want to make it to the point where you have no choice but to depend on them and do what they say. It's just like the record business. It's the exact same thing as a record business. If you're self-sufficient, self-reliant uh, artist, musician, where you're able to self-distribute, you're able to press up your copies, you have distribution, you can like get them in the record stores, you can put it up on iTunes, you can monetize, you know what I'm saying? Then you have less need for the record label system. Right. And But if they can lure you in and keep you uh, um, dependent, right? Because that's why I was independent. And a lot of the artists that... um. A lot of my favorite artists were independent, mm-hmm. right? But once you get lured into that system, now they want to kind of just get you to the point where you're uh, you're dependent and you're pretty much broke and hungry. Yeah. That way it's like, well, you know, turn in the album, bro, or do the single that we told you to do, or like work with the producer we told you to work with, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're going to sample the records we're telling you to sample. You're going to release when we say, like, this is the artwork. And if you push back too much, now you're going to be labeled difficult to work with and... Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there, I don't know why that just reminded me. There was another clip from yesterday, or maybe later in that day after he did that bunny hop, where they asked him about <laughs> gas prices. And there's and all a song that. called "The Bunny Hop," by the way. But go on. The old school, right? When we were kids, that one. I know. Uh, you might have been a kid. I was in the club. <laughs> it's not the same. No, hop it's song. like a, it's like a club song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe you can demonstrate later for the audience. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. Money Soul does. <laughs> um. So they asked him about uh, oil prices or or gas prices or something like that or the refining processes and all this shit. And I don't know if you saw it. And he was just like, he's supposed to. Apparently, I think his administration, not him, but his administration is gonna. They're gonna have a meeting with all the the leading CEOs of the big oil and gas oh. companies, right? And the reporter's asking him, and I didn't pull this up because I just totally forgot, honestly. But um, they asked him, so, you know, what's the deal with why the price so high and this, that, and the other? And, and he's just like, they're, they're, they're not refining. Listen to me. They're not refining oil. They can. They just won't, right? And he's going on this, like, weird spiel where he does that whole whisper thing. And he's like, they're giving some excuse that they're scared that in five years they're not going to be needed and there's going to be alternative fuel sources. So and if you just kind of listen to what he's saying, like, yeah, a lot of people aren't investing millions, about billions of dollars into infrastructure for oil or mm-hmm. natural or whatever because it's all like green and go green and oil or rather in the sun and wind mm-hmm. and uh, solar. And, They're being de-incentivized. And the yes. messaging was put out 
even from the debates where he's like, we're going to end fossil fuels. Listen to me. Look at my, he, he walked over to the young person. I give you my words of Biden. Look at me. We're going to end yeah. fossil fuels. <laughs> and now you have, uh, I guess, Europe going back to coal because of Putin and, and whatever. I started reading about that this morning, <laughs> but I was like, okay, they're supposedly all about going green, right? And now it's like, well, we got to do what we got to do for the people. Here's what you got to Google, bro. Did you hear about the, um, I think, uh, some type of petroleum company, LF or something, where it had a, like a fire or an explosion of some sort, right? And you would think like, oh no, this is going to possibly make our supply go down and make our price go up. Instead, our price is going to go down a little bit due to that one plant, it was a uh, natural gas, mm-hmm. due to that natural gas plant uh, exploding or, or something like that and shutting down. Why is that? Because that particular uh, plant was exporting. Basically, we're sending a bunch of natural gas to Europe because we were trying to let them know, like, hey, man, you don't have to depend on Russia, bro. Like, we got it. You know, we, we it's, it's like fucking Pennsylvania full of it. We got a shit ton of natural gas. We got you. And now that we're not able to send it to them, it's bringing our price down. So basically... Newsflash, there's so many things that we're doing that is getting ignored in terms of like, hey, there's there's so many factors that's making the price go up for us, including the taxes, right? That's why they're considering the uh, tax relief. Oh, that's what it was. Tax holiday. It was like, yeah, it was like the, the, the gas tax was the main topic of that conversation. Of which conversation? Uh, asking Biden if he's going to lift oh, the gas tax. It, and it's it. like 18, I think it would equate to like 18 cents. Yeah. And so they were bring like, it down to about what, $4? Well, that, that's and, what they said. When gas was $1.99, all right, 18 cents makes a big deal. When it's uh, five and some change, it's a spit in the face of the American. Yeah, you're not even going to be like, oh my God, everybody let's go fucking fuel up and fill everything yeah it's like why why bro we're you still talking? paying five bucks more i think by the end of mid to end summer they're projecting a seven dollar national average by the end Can of se- september summer by the end of summer yeah seven dollar national average yeah i mean damn uh, there was once an orange man who predicted all that not only that, dude, he's predicted about a dozen things in that compilation video mm-hmm. that people have made. Oh, man, All of them. Such a good compilation. All of them have pretty much come to fruition. But were you talking about the one here in, in Texas in Freeport, the explosion? Uh, is it called like LF, LFG? L- LNG, LNG. LNG. Yeah, Freeport LNG is huge. Yeah, just an hour from here. Okay, then yeah. that's what it was. Then. So it'll be offline for three weeks. And um, is it natural gas? Following a fire at the experts. Uh, yeah, an explosion at a liquefied natural gas terminal in Texas left uh, nearby residents rattled, uh, and it's taking a substantial amount of fuel off the market at a time when global demand is soaring. And supposedly, if I'm not mistaken... I don't know hear about this. If I'm not mistaken, it's going to make the domestic price of natural gas go down a little bit. So, mm. it's, so it's one of those where it's like, wait, so how is it that... Uh, is it a refinery? What is it? What is that considered? Uh, I guess it would be, right? Or processing plant, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. This fucking plant explodes, shuts down, but somehow our price is going to go down. Hmm. That just lets you know. It's just a wake-up call. It's like, wait, all the stuff that we're doing, we're like, wait, we're shipping a bunch of natural gas to Europe? Like, right now, y'all, y'all need to be doing everything it takes to, to ease the pain at the pump for the American people. Damn. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to read about this later. But yeah, that's kind of where we are here. This is 2022. This is June 2022 for everybody. For everybody in the future tuning in, like, what was this fucking Chingo and Rob guy talking about? Shit. Facts. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> I said some shit on stage over the weekend where I, was, where I think it might have been that thing about the genders where I'm like, 
I'm like, these are just facts. And I was like, I need to have a fax machine up here with all these goddamn facts. <laughs> Speaking of facts, though, we didn't, because uh, this happened after we recorded last, Myra run her, won her seat. The day after we released our last episode last week, uh, she won her seat. I, congrats. Congrats to her, Myra for Congress, 34th District in the RGV. And a bunch of people sent, you know, were sending me the posts and the pictures, and she was on all the headlines. I think she was on Fox that, that day, of course. Ladworth Crowder used her thumbnail as the main thumbnail for their show. It was everywhere. Everybody yeah, talked about Hannity, it, right? Yeah, uh, Tucker. Everyone talked about it. And then Elon tweeted out, mm-hmm. you know, first time I voted for Republican was for Myra. So then I... I, I I posted on my Instagram. I was like, let it be known that she did RPT before Elon endorsed her. All right. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Coincidence. Just I, I don't know if saying. Elon got pushed over the edge and Elon was like indecisive until he heard RPT. Yeah, basically, basically. Um, and that's, it's big for the he's, RGV. He's a, very, he's a very smart man, bro. He's an interesting guy, right? He's very smart. He listens to RPT. I bet he does. Mm-hmm. I bet he started listening to, because, you know, he might be listening to Tim Cast. He might do Tim Cast in the future. Yeah, he's working on rockets while listening to us. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. You're talking about the record business and politics, and he's, like, building on SpaceX. Like, what if he was out there actually just welding on his rockets and shit? Just represent for African Americans, bro. DeSantis, did you hear him? Yeah. I love support for my African Americans. I wouldn't be mad if that guy took a stab at it this year, or 2024, rather. DeSantis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? That's really who Trump need to really be worried about. Facts. Uh the best the best way you could kind of think about that when it comes to DeSantis is that he's so I and I've been saying this for a hot ass minute. Um nobody seems to disagree. He's more palatable, right? He, whatever he says is a little more easy to digest than when Trump's up there telling you whatever he's telling yeah, you. Yeah, Trump had to come in like a wrecking ball. Which I also liked. Yeah. So I'm kind of... That's how he had to come... He had to shake up the establishment. Yeah. So when people, like Rogan included, uh, Tim Kennedy was on there recently. Great episode. If you haven't heard it, it's fantastic. Coleon Noir was on there recently. And Tim was like, he considers himself a extreme moderate. Like he he really... I mean, he, you're talking about a Green Beret, like a guy who was in Afghanistan recently. He tells the stories of, of the, the evacuation, the debacle so disturbing that like mm. what he had to go through to get save a lot of these people and still leave thousands of people behind i think they're still americans yeah uh, they're still behind yeah. enemy lines and um yeah afghanistan's worse off now i think uh who's that the taliban mm-hmm. they're they're in charge yeah. now yeah so he told i mean you guys got if you haven't listened to the tim kennedy episode it's the most recent jre it's so good but uh he was talking about he had dinner with tulsi for like three hours right and they, they disagree on a lot of things they were both in new york on a media press tour kind of thing and uh, Joe just asked, like, well, what, what do y'all disagree on? He said, one of the main things is, like, uh, geopolitics, right? Mm. And, like, where we should be, where we shouldn't be, and all this uh-huh. kind of stuff. And then he goes into talking about that. But Rogan <clears throat> will always say that, like, Trump was such a polarizing figure, which he was. Mm-hmm. And he would say, like, you know, a president shouldn't talk that way. So when I hear him or anybody say that kind of stuff, and there's tons of people on the, on the left or liberals that will say that, what is a president supposed to talk like? Do we want Obama in there, this charismatic, this supposed charismatic leader who was super disingenuous? Or do we want Trump who was giving it to you straight and how, in my opinion, I feel like more Americans receive things, right? They're more, they're more likely to not just believe, but at least think to themselves, like, if I vote for this guy, he gets where I'm coming from, right? I'm just, yeah. just saying, I don't know. I mean, I think it's one thing to be like a president shouldn't talk like that it's another thing to be like the media shouldn't misinterpret everything the president says that's a very good point. and constantly try to frame him as a damn racist or whatever fill in the blank um have you heard of this james klug guy? oh yeah yeah. he does the man on the street stuff yeah did you see the one 
where he was out there in California. Okay, Jesse's asking for a link. Oh, okay, He's yeah. Like, it's in 15 minutes, right? Can you send the link? Yeah, yeah. Say, I'll let him know. Um, Tell him. Sorry. So, yeah, we'll send it uh, right at 11. Yes, okay. Uh, so, this James Clue guy, he did one. Did they post that in the uh, in the Discord? The, the one you're talking about? Oh, where it was it was Trump's birthday, yeah. No, uh, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't see it. Dude, it is really good. Really good because um, y'all need to check it out. Uh, there was there was this black dude out there from Compton, and he was like, "Oh yeah, Trump all the way." He even had like a Trump coin. He had like pulled out this coin. I got and, one of those. And he word, and I think I have one around here. I got a, a Trump dollar, a million dollar bill in my wallet. <laughs> but um, but basically he broke it down. Like like even even when there was like a liberal ass comp- couple, because his question was. Uh, today's Donald Trump's birthday. Do you have a message for Donald Trump? And a lot of people are like, oh, happy birthday. Uh, we miss you. Please come back. Like, man, we need you right now. And you're, you're a great president. Stuff like that. A lot of people are saying that. And every once, in while, every once in a while, they'd be like, you have a message for Donald Trump? Like, fuck off. Fuck off and die. He needs to fucking <laughs> never come back. He needs to be in an orange jumpsuit. And like, fuck off and, and the die. Yeah, and the ladies. And just, you know, uh, liberals that only watch liberal media and they believe it all so they're just like he needs to be in an orange jumpsuit for he ruined the country and it's like well, what did he do wrong everything everything he touched and um he's uh, and then uh there was like a white couple saying all this stuff and then the young black guy went and basically jumped in their scene back again with james klug and he, he damn near grabbed the mic uh because they were saying he incited a seditious insurrection and he called them to go she they said we're all gonna go down to the capitol and we're gonna fight like hell. and he and then he jumped in he's like oh are you talking to the part about the part where he says uh we need to fight like hell to save our country and then he says the same quote that has also been said by bernie Sa- he started listing people bernie sanders hillary boom 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 he's like a lot of people on the left have said the same thing and nobody misinterpreted that as yeah. as run up in the capital or whatever and they were just like, you're a Trump supporter. He's like, yeah, and I'm from Compton. And da 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 He pulled out his Trump coin. <laughs> it was amazing. It's uh, it, it really is legacy media's fault. I mean, any way you cut it, like this is the fault of whoever pulls the strings for what you see on TV and for what you hear a lot of what's on the radio. Yeah, like, they got J-Lo. <laughs> they got everybody, for the most part, mm-hmm. man. Like, uh, after, after we get our guest on and on the next episode, we'll talk about Buzz Lightyear and all these different <laughs> things and with Tim Allen and whatnot. Yeah, lots to talk about. Uh, Sav Sav says got banned off Twitter for the third time. Yeah, she's actually in, in at the border. I don't know if she's in Yuma or here in Texas doing the Lord's work. Yeah, sorry there. Uh, she posted something last night. Really doing like the media's job. Yeah, like, just showing. Like, all her interviews. That's why they kicked her off. That's why they don't want her on there. You got Jorge Ventura and Savannah Hernandez, two, you know, Hispanic Americans down there doing the media's duty at the border. Yeah. That's the world we're living in A lot of the media's duty, like, showing a lot of stuff, showing, like, what, you know, black folk really think when they're at the gas station and what they really feel about the economy and... Um, she covered, oh, she went to like some pride parade stuff and interviewed people about like how they identify their pronouns or genders. And then, you know, the left didn't like that either. They don't want you holding up a mirror. Dude, those people are, I mean, I hate to paint with these broad brushes and I'm going to stop saying that because it's, you know where I come from, you know what side, uh, you know, how I feel about all these things regardless, but they are completely for the most part insane, like 95, 97% Mm. insane. Cause you ask them a question and they come, they like the example you gave, like they will attack anybody and attack anybody asking the question. And especially if you agree or rather disagree with them, they're like, oh, you fucking bigot, fascist, whatever, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Right. Meanwhile, most 
moderate, moderate, right, conservative, and all the other ones on the on on the opposite side of them will just be like, I disagree with you, and this is why, right? Let me tell you why. We'll have a conversation about it. But everyone else is just like, no, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna take you out. Yeah, you need to be canceled. Yeah, y'all couldn't cancel me. Not today, no, Sam. Me la pelaron, pero bien peladita. We'll be right back. We'll probably start this episode with our guest, actually. Okay, bet. All right. We'll see you in a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, quick segment, special segment, man. We got to tap in with the homie from the West Coast, the founder of the Lexit movement, Jesse Olguin. What's up, Jesse? What's up, my boy, Chingo? It's a pleasure to be on the Red Cup Tamale, finally, brother. Yeah, good to Hope see you. Right out of Texas. Good to see you. I like that shirt, too. It says, we don't have a gun problem. We have a God problem. Man, brother, that's the problem. You know what? These Democrats, these leftists trying to take the guns right away. <laughs> yes, sir. So, man, lots going on as usual. Lots going on in the news. Um, of course, the red tsunami has begun. Uh, Myra Flores making history out here in uh, South Texas. Um, what, what's the what's the vibe like, man? Is the word getting out? Do you feel like people are? Uh, do you think the left is threatened? Yeah, they're threatened. That's why have you seen uh, George Soros already came out and he spent like sixty million on all. Uh, he bought eighteen radio uh, Latino radio stations because they're terrified. Even just yesterday, uh, AOC. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. We posted clowning, but uh, AOC came out with a video saying, "Oh, she's trying to speak Spanish and then she's trying to say Latinos that there's a lot of misinformation coming out uh, in Spanish." So watch out for that, wow, wow, wow. But I was like, it was a joke. We were all laughing. We were like, no, it's not disinformation. It's real information. You know what I mean? And no matter what propaganda you guys throw at them, it, the ones that you know, looking through their wallet, once they go pumping gas prices, they're, they're going to see for themselves. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't bamboozle them anymore. And you know what's interesting, man? Uh, we always yeah. give Latino Hollywood a hard time because they all want to have their pom-poms out for uh, the Democratic Party. And uh, Eva Longoria is one of the uh, investors and one of the people involved with the George Soros buying up uh, Latino media and radio, talk radio. Wow, see, that just goes to show you that stop paying attention to these leftist Hollywood uh, people because everybody knows how Hollywood, I don't even got to go into all that. I, I say there are most of them are a lot of them are pedophiles. It's just all jacked up, but they don't, have our values as Latino people. So they, they don't share our values. So instead of listening to what some Hollywood celebrity says, you should be listening to what your pastor, what your priest says, not these Hollywood leftists because they're just uh, Democrat puppets because that's ridiculous for her to do that. Even um, like I seen even stuff with what J-Lo came out yesterday that uh, now her, uh, her daughter is using like uh, they ain't pronouns, you know what I mean? So now, oh, now it makes sense. So now I see why you've been pushing for the left for the last couple of years. Now it comes out, you know what I mean? Just, so, just stop paying attention to what, like I said, what these leftists are saying. Uh, pay more attention to what your priest and pastor says. Uh, speaking of J-Lo, uh, we, uh, my wife and I, we watched uh, her new documentary on Netflix. It's called Halftime. And we were we thought we were just going to see like, a bunch of J-Lo rehearsals and stuff about like her career, getting ready for the Super Bowl halftime. But instead, they made it all about Trump. They made it about kids in cages. They made it about her uh -huh. wanting to make a statement about like Latinos are being hated on. And uh, we have to sing, you know, born in the in the USA. And, and she had kids in cages as part of her um, her her set. And um, 
but I was just like, damn, J-Lo. And she's like, she's like, yeah. she's like, I've never been political, but now's the time because Latinos are getting hated on. And then it ends with her uh, performing for Sleepy at the uh, inauguration. Wow, are you kidding me, bro? I haven't seen that. She's lucky. Now I'm gonna have to go looking. We're probably gonna make up something to blast them on that because that's totally ridiculous. Why are you even Trump's not even in office and really you still trying to go down that uh propaganda and you know, beating up a dead horse because that's what they use, see? That's all they got, bro. If the left can't talk about race, bro, they literally have nothing to talk about. And that's why they've been able to manipulate us minorities and Latinos for so very long because they, like I always say, they use the race like a carrot. Like, look, mm -hmm. look, 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 race, race, everything, racist, racist. Don't look at, we're trying to take away your guns. Don't yeah. look at socialism we're pushing. Don't look at your gas prices, inflation. I mean, don't look at all this. Look, 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 racist. That's what they're, they're trying to do. So that's just another attempt from the left trying to, to use race to manipulate. That's why I, I looked at, recently I looked at a couple of like leftist Latino pages and I, I couldn't believe it because I haven't seen it in a while, but I seen that they're still trying to push like the race, like all oh, the racism and this and that. And I was like, what a total joke. If Latinos have a lot of problems, you know what I mean? But that's not one of them to me. Eh? That like we have like the economy, gas, everything else. We have a whole slew of problems, racisms not no problem like me because you know me chico mm -hmm. i was shot and paralyzed by a fellow latino i'm saying like i had three cousins murdered by other latinos even over here in cali if there is any racial problems it's usually between blacks and latinos you know what i'm saying so i don't know where they got never my problem had no problem with no white or white supremacists but like i said they just use that to manipulate latinos and my blacks for votes that's why the Lexit movement is so powerful because it kills that whole argument about like, hey, you're supposed to be a victim and you're supposed to be like, um, you know, voting for us all the time. And I think my wife mentioned it on, on her podcast where she was basically saying like, you know, our neighbors, a white dude, and either he takes out our trash or we take out his trash, like whoever gets to it first. And um, and, you know, the you know, the left, the Democrats, the politicians, they don't want people to know what what really is going on at the grassroots level in terms of like how Americans really do coexist. And, and it's really these race hustlers keeping the idea of racism alive and just like stabbing at the wound instead of always instead of looking at it like, look at how far we've come. Look at how we we ended slavery like we got rid of slavery here in America like it started, you know, in Africa. That's why it's so weird that, you know, with Juneteenth. They're trying, the corporations are trying to brand it with this pan-African flag, the green, black, uh, red, mm -hmm. instead of, it's an American thing. You know, like, as Texans, Rob, I'm, you were familiar with Juneteenth? Oh, uh, yeah, because it's a te it was originally a Texas Yeah, it was, it was a Texas thing. You know, it, it goes back to Texas history, and um, so it, it should, it's an American holiday, and didn't Trump make it like a federal holiday? Am I, I, am I, am I, I don't know if Trump made it a federal he, holiday. Trump did something with it. Yeah. yeah, that's why he was trying to take. That's why Trump was like crunk. He was like saying like, no one knew about Juneteenth until yeah, I, I made it right. famous. Remember, right. he's like, right. he's like, no one knew, no one knew. Now y'all all up on Juneteenth nuts because <laughs> I brought it to the forefront. And um, it's crazy, like you said, they're trying to use a different flag though. We already have a flag that that signifies freedom. Yeah, because they're trying to turn everything. Like, that's why they, they push the uh, the trans flag, the rainbow flag, like every flag except for the American flag, because they're trying to 
you know, uh, like like brainwash people into like, no, 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 the one that's be, not this one and the one behind Jesse, uh, uh, that that's not good. It's like, no, this is the one. This is the shit. Like, for example, like, for example, gay conservatives, they're probably more uh, ample to be like, um, hey, this is the flag. All that other shit is secondary. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's America first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, America so, first. so how's everything going with the Lexit movement and Cali and, and, and all the members? Like, what are y'all working on at the moment? Yeah, we're, we're building our chapters. We're building armies, foot, uh, foot, feet on the ground. Remember, that's what we're mainly focused right now because I, we already did like the social media, our being, you know what I mean? At Turning Point, I've been there with you, you know what I mean? I've been all over in the White House, I've been doing all that stuff, been on Fox, everything. Uh, but so right now, I'm trying to, we want to build like uh army, you know what I mean? Like the army of Latinos just rolling up deep. So we roll up deep, especially over here in California, when we do something, we'll roll a bunch of Latinos all next geared out. Uh, and then it's like, uh, everybody's like, dang, all eyes on us. When we roll up, you see a bunch of Latinos rolling deep, especially at conservative, uh, gatherings and events it's a, a big uh, eye-opener so that's what we're trying right now mainly focused on that but then we too we're trying to help candidates you know what i mean candidates that we think america first good candidates if we feel then uh we try to help them we try to uh back them doing whatever we we can right now that's what we're doing that and then we're, we're fighting against like uh some evil propositions especially over here in uh california there's like a new one around it's ab2 866 or something like that but it's they're trying to say that uh kids they were trying to say it's 12 years old they could get the, the jack jesse we lost your audio hello we're just there fighting against all the things like that you know hey so let me ask you this uh recently they recalled uh boudin or boudin the uh the da from san francisco and some people speculate that gascon might be next are people fed up with uh the da in the la area Oh hell yeah, they were yeah. There was a big push all around this area for a recall, uh, trying to recall him too. But just in all ways, everybody's just sick of all of this. It was just hard though, because right here in LA, there's a lot of liberals, bro. Even right here where I live, not even there are like a lot of whites now. Like even in certain Latino before, like even where I live, I live like by Echo Park area, or whatever. It used to be all Latino, but now it's getting a lot of like. Uh, liberals, white liberals are taking up over this uh, area, so uh, it's it's rough, but yeah, like the regular everyday people, yeah, we're pissed off but we're sick of it, and then the crime over here is horrendous it's always uh, Did you hear about the case, did you hear about the case of, uh, speaking of Gascon, of the lady in Venice Beach with the stroller and she had an 8 month old baby, and the kid it was like a 16 year old, 17 year old kid had stole a Prius and um, pretty much like ran into them and the uh, gascon only gave him like five months in a, a juvie camp yeah wow no nah, i didn't hear about that but that's 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 how it always is there's endless cases of things like that where they're letting uh criminals out democrats i don't know what what's their obsession with letting uh criminals out especially when they they did wrong like i don't know they think it's something about racial injustice or whatever but if they're righteous bad like we'll call it you'll call it if there's like just like that shooter there was just that that idiot shooter over there where just because he's a latino or whatever if he was alive stole the book at him you that dude the death penalty you know what i'm saying like they're doing wrong then uh they should be doing the time or whatever i don't know what's wrong with these uh democrats that are always trying to be uh light on these prison uh prison criminals especially when they do crimes like that right because it's they don't 
pot with a 20 bag of weed or something. I could see if it's some little stuff like that. But if it's righteous crimes like that, there's no need to be uh, soft on them. Yeah, it's so weird to me how they, they go so woke and so Marxist and they try to use some weird data. Like Gascon, he's notorious of, of trying to be like, well, you know, the studies and the science and the data shows that, you know, some communities and races and da 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 da, da and crime and the root causes. And it's like, bro, you common sense. Like, you, you want to talk about the fog of war? They're in the fog of woke in, in California, dude. Exactly. Especially in California, bro. California's like almost 50% Latinos. You know, there's so many blacks and Latinos. There especially, I could see if you're like Mississippi or somewhere, even over there trying to talk about race. But to be over here in California, talk about race, that's a joke. Okay? Like I said, more in California, the problems are between blacks and Latinos, if anything, if anything. You know what I'm saying? Because I never in my life had to worry about no ever bro even in prison I, mean, I never worried about no white supremacy or no racist or no nonsense like that especially now it's actually way less racist than it was back in the days and, and you mentioned mississippi i mean I, i've been there a few times I, I don't live there but i mean i'd argue that in the south it's i mean people get along you know, I mean, we uh, we go to Atlanta from time to time. I guess Florida's, you know, considered the South as well. And some, you know, I guess, you know, some people argue like, ah, well, that's its own thing. That's yeah. North Cuba. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, like a lot of people think Texas like, oh, oh, my God, Texas, that's what the Cowboys are. Like, oh, my God, y'all ride horses and the KKK and all this stuff. And Rob, have you I mean, have you seen anything Dude, that's like, oh, my God, racist? None. Not ever in my life. And actually, real quick story. I had a, a friend's neighbor move in from New Jersey who was in the military, retired. Him and his wife both retired. And they kept going through the same town I grew up in as when they were looking for where to move. And what made them go there was that how nice everybody was. And when they were looking at houses, the neighbors invited them into their house to look at the development in the area. Area. And they were like, you're just going to let some black straight. It was in the height of the BLM riots, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they were like, this is what lets us know that America is not racist. It, yeah, it's it's media propaganda, bro. Like, I mean, look, um, like yeah. where we record right here, this is a historically black neighborhood. Yeah. You know, we we lived here. We just moved. But like, I mean, it, you know, I, dude, you know how many George Floyd murals I see on the way? Just driving here? On the way to work. I see. Yeah, and George Floyd was from this neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so you know, they got all kind of Breonna Taylor murals everywhere. Of course, they they found a way to like smush in Vanessa Guillen along with Breonna, along with George Floyd. And it's like they they don't have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Like the, the circumstances of how they died have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> yeah, but then you know what, bro? There's also there's racist and all that, bro, in every race, bro. You know, everybody has a racist old Theo. You know what I mean? Or your grandpa. Tell me if your sister would have came home with a black or another race, your your grandpa wouldn't have had something. So, you know what I mean? Latinos, we, we have nicknames for every other race. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to go through them, but all, every Latino watching this knows that Latinos are even Latinos, but even Asians, if you don't think so. Asians are righteously racist too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like every single race has a little bit of racism, but like I said, the left uses that to manipulate blacks and Latinos. That's why Latinos stop falling for that. Stop paying attention to race and all that. Pay attention to policies. You know what I mean? That's what you should be focused on. Pay attention to your to even your wallet and all that. You know what I mean? Uh, what they're teaching your kids in schools, like so many things. You know, they're trying to take away your guns, like whatever. Like pay attention to all that. But like I said, the Latinos may have a lot of problems, but 
racism and all that, it ain't, it ain't, well, that's like way, yeah. way on your list. But like I said, stop letting them use that like a yeah. carrot in front of you to manipulate you. They're playing using your emotion. They're using, because we have a lot of pride in our heritage, yeah, you know, and like, trigger. you know what I mean? So they, yeah, so they use that to play us, to manipulate us. So stop, stop falling for that. Like I said, pay attention to policy. Pay attention to the issues. Yeah, because I, I'd argue that, like, on a day-to-day, 99.999% of the time, Latinos aren't uh, um, experiencing... I know somebody listening right now is like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. But it's like, yeah. it's like, bro, ain't nobody... Like, first of all, some Raza lives surrounded by nothing but Raza, and they don't even interact with other races, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's one. True. That's one bro, thing. I grew up in my hometown, La Fuente, especially when I grew up, it was all Latinos, bro. I never until... I went to prison, I went to jail and all that is where I interacted with blacks. But until that part, I had never, I had only been around us. Yeah, so it's just really overblown, over out of proportion. What, Jesse, what keeps you in that area, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, just my family. Just family. That's yeah. why my mom, basically my family, church, and things like that. He's like, this is home, motherfucker. What yeah. you mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm a Cali boy. I never, I, I, yeah, I was here my whole life. Yeah. What's yeah. the, no, no, no. Hey, question for me. Uh, what's the, the, the goal, I guess, for the next six months? Like, we're already halfway through 2022, but what, what do you and Legsit want to accomplish by the end of the year? Well, we're going to try to get some good uh, candidates. Like, even today, anybody out in Virginia, there's a good Latina running out there. Yelsey Vega, trying to uh, help her uh, to win, but we're just going to be trying to, getting ready for November. You know what I mean? They're coming around. We need to take back the house. So we're going to be trying to push uh, all the ones, all the good candidates to won their primaries. So we're going to try to help them, push them through the line and get the this house back, man, because these Democrats are tearing up everything, brother. You know what I mean? They're sending millions and all of that to Ukraine when things are all going to muck over here. So uh, that's mainly, like I said, we're going to be trying to just uh, we're about to be out at the March, March for Life over here in California. Uh, I think it's tomorrow. There's a big, huge March for Life in California. So we got invited to be to that. So we're going to be over there. And uh, we're always doing something, bro. We're always doing something with events, going around, doing all things. But mainly, we're going to be focused on uh, November, bro. We got we to gotta get back to the house. Absolutely, man. A lot is on the line. Uh, where can people get more info and, and join, sign up, and, and, uh, and let them know all the ways they can help? On Instagram, we're uh, Lexit Movement. Uh, and then on, uh, you can just go to our website, wearelexit.com. And then anybody, we have chapters all across the nation. So if you're interested uh, in being a conservative, because like I said, you know, you mean Ching, I say, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a Biblican. I'm a conservative. So because we blast Republicans too if they do wrong. Yeah. That's what we do. We're equal opportunity blasters. <laughs> yeah. So, but if you want, if you're interested in joining a conservative, you're a conservative Latino, you want to help get in the fight with us, like I said, just go to wearelexit.com and then just click on join the fight. And then like, uh, we're on Twitter, uh, Facebook. At Facebook, we're under Real Lexit. And then uh, YouTube. Barely, we don't have a big YouTube, but look us up on uh, YouTube on Lex, at Lex. Uh, I'll be in your neck of the woods coming up, man. Uh, July 6th, if I'm not mistaken, Irvine, and then uh, July 7th in Ontario, California. I know you got a lot of Lexit Movement uh, members in the area, so let them know, man. I I got them on the guest list. Yeah, yeah, we'll tell them. I already already was jamming them up. Carmen, Carmen, uh, shout out to you. know Carmen from Lexit. Mm -hmm. She's a real big fan of yours, too. Awesome. I know for sure she's excited about that, too. 
Awesome. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to being out there in the West Coast. And uh, everybody listening, people, um, if you haven't really been to Cali, grassroots, and, like, talk to people, um, sometimes Cali gets a bad rap that that everybody's blind to what's going on and that everybody's automatically a dim, liberal, leftist, Marxist, whatever. And uh, that's not the case, man. Like, some of the most hardcore conservatives, some of the most ultra of the ultra MAGA, <laughs> I've met in Cali, no lie. Like, like right. I'm, I'm very impressed with like the young people in California. That um, whether it's Northern Cali, Central Cali, Southern Cali, everybody's like, nah, bro, we're not going for all this. You know, you're not gonna take our guns. Like, we're gonna stop pushing all this weird ideology. Uh, thank you for what you're doing. You know what I mean? So they're up on it. They're on game for sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Cali's up. Does this because because they got. Frisco, they got pretty much that whole, they got it on lock called Frisco. And then the majority of LA, those are like the two like biggest cities. So that's the reason why. But if you go to the farther you get away from the cities, like the country folks and all that, there's a lot of conservatives, but there's a lot all over the place. But that's why I'm always, yeah. that, that's why I'm always performing in Brea, Oxnard, Irvine, Ontario. Uh, I'm even doing El Centro, California coming up. Uh, that's down there, like more near the border in the desert. Um, what about LA? You can ever come to LA? I used to, uh, the belly of the beast. Uh, I used yeah. to do like the Hollywood improv. It, it, I think we just need like a bigger venue and a better situation. Cause, uh, the Hollywood improv is real small and, um, okay. it, it's just, it just becomes more difficult. Like once you kind of go in, now you got to deal with traffic, expensive hotels and parking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. I lived in uh, East Los for six months. So I, I know all about oh, the, wow. yeah, I know all about the parking for real. Yeah, yeah. I was right there um off like Atlantic and uh I think I think Whittier, Atlantic with the cross streets. And then and then the the first six months I was way in the boonies like by Calabasas in uh Woodland Hills. And it was it was oh. it was very boring out there. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But yeah, man, Jesse, man, good to see you. Um, you know, hopefully uh bump into you soon in Cali. Keep up the good fight. Yeah keep growing the movement um you know especially now just leading up to the road to 2024 uh latinos man like dude what you guys really really helped spark is now totally coming front and center like everything for what we've been talking about like the red tsunami the red wave and oh my god Latin myra flores she must be QAnon. she must be the brown face of white supremacy and and we got to go buy these radio stations with george soros and all this stuff so it's definitely. But I just want to give you credit too, brother, because you came out too, and that's why as soon as you came out, I was immediately got at you, is because that's a courage and all of that too, you know, what I mean? especially before too, even humility, because how you made the force. Remember, you made the song before Bastion Trump mm-hmm. and all that. You used to be all anti it to come and say, you know what. You know what I mean? That that was good, bro. And, like that, I give you a lot of respect and, and a lot of credit to and, come you, out. And, yeah, man, you saw you saw me in the yard getting jumped, fool. Thas, 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 fool. Uh, uh, you're like, hey, you're just watching. Hey, this little homie throwing putazos, fool. So I had to jump in, bro. Yeah. We had to jump in. That's the homie right there. That's like, got hey, we got you back, whatever you need. You know, I mean, you know, Lexi was there from the beginning. I was, I was out there. Man, I was out there in general population, bro, in the yard, throwing putazos, fool, getting jumped by all the all the Marxists. Thas, puto. Thas. Yeah. I was catching all the bots, fool, all the bots. Thas, culero. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, brother. That's why. That's why they're probably all. That's why they're all over your page reporting it because that was like, ah, uh, not chingo. 
Now, she can go for the conservative, you know, we call it out the left. But now it's like you've probably seen it, bro, over here from three years ago, bro, when I first when I was starting it, how the pushback was a lot, bro. You know what I mean? Especially against the Latino community, all oh, Trump hates Latinos, all that, blah, blah, blah. Now, bro, e- even if they're not ready to say that they're Republican or whatever, they're pissed off at Democrats. They can't stand by it. You know what I mean? So they're open to it, even if they're not ready to say they're a Republican. Latinos know what's up. That's what I'm saying. Because they see this. He's a total disaster. All this left believer. All, like you said, this Marxism, this left, this Vulcan. Like, like, we can't even watch a Disney movie without <laughs> them pushing the homosexuality and all that. You know, we're trying to push, uh, teaching our kids all that stuff in school and all that. Like, well, no Latinos, we don't support that. You, you're talking about, you're talking about Queer Light Year? <laughs> yeah. Like, or Buzz yeah, Light Queer. Hey, let's let Jesse decide. Jesse decide. What's a better title for this podcast? For what, what do you mean the podcast? Oh, for uh, for the title, just the like, title of the yeah, episode. Yeah. No, you're not gonna name it Buzz Lightyear. I'm not gonna. Why but... you gotta name the podcast Buzz Lightyear, Rob? <laughs> or or uh, but what'd you say? No, I'll, this is the debate. We're trying to figure out how to rename the the uh, the toys. What is it? Yeah, toy story. the Buzz movie. Either either Buzz Lightyear or Queer Light. What is it? Queer <laughs> Lightyear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the first one. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear. That was my idea. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. But Buzz Lightyear. That's the agenda, bro. You can't even watch that, bro. We had to match it. We had to filter with our kids. You can't even watch to watch Disney, bro. To even watch Sesame Street or whatever. Can't even watch TV or commercial. Like it's like trying to ramble. Even what you were saying about the Juneteenth, the left totally hijacked that. To me, so now to like me trying to put all of it. That's like BLM day. Like the leftists righteously took over and they destroy everything. Well, that now it's like gonna be Russia. I mean, racial justice day, BLM, you know, that's all it's going to become. And that's why we're like, you know what I mean? Like they said, well, it should be all American flags. It should be all patriotism. I mean, that's why maybe the Republicans fell asleep. They should have uh, recognized it sooner because then they would. Because imagine if they, they would have came out like that and then making it all patriotic and all that, the left wouldn't want to have nothing to do with it. But since now that they did, and George Floyd, all, BLM, and all them, they took, they grabbed hold of it, and all that, and now they just took it over. Like you said, now they're even trying to change the flag on it, and just all like the left just hijacked, like they do, man. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Juneteenth and the flags, I saw somebody point out how when they're trying to associate it with the Pan African flag, the red, red, black, green, it's like they're they're associating it the Juneteenth, right, the uh, emancipation. Um, they're trying to associate it with the flag of where slavery, where the trade, like the heart of the tr- of the slave trade and like where it started versus the American flag as to where it was courageously and righteously ended. Yeah. Like that's the whole exactly. point. The whole point is emancipation. The street over here where we're by is called emancipation. Uh, the park over there is called emancipation. And Juneteenth, you know, it was a Texas thing for the longest. Like we grew up knowing about Juneteenth. You know, it uh, it happened in Galveston, Galveston yeah, when you which, have, which is where the beach is, about forty five minutes from here. Yeah, and you have to think too that it wasn't. It couldn't have been like that. Wasn't the last because slavery had ended two or three years prior to that. It was just when uh, when Texas, you know, found out and the generals told them that hey, you know, everybody's been freed. But you have to think too there were other people that still didn't know you know like they galveston wasn't the last place but they took that one holiday that was a texas thing and made it a federal holiday yeah and i think trump made it a federal holiday so i I don't have a problem i don't have a problem with it being a federal holiday my thing is basically saying like don't 
wrap it up with a flag from somewhere else, which is which is where slavery started. Wrap it up with the American flag. It's an American historic day, um, which is where slavery like officially ended, like where they found out yeah. after the fact. But they never even made, you know, the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation a holiday. That's not a federal holiday. That's when slavery ended. Well, talk to Trump about that. Shit, you're right. Yeah, you're and right. then they said they, they don't want to talk about, too, that they, they saved them actually from Democrats. <laughs> Democrats were racist. <laughs> All those ones at those days, so they'll say that they saved them from Democrats. And then also, there was all kinds of other countries, too, that had slaves. You notice that? They don't care or they don't bring up none of all these other countries that mm-hmm. used to have, that they used to have slaves over there, too. It's only America. I mean, you to this day, that? They only hate America. And when, like you said, when we're the ones that made where they paid for them to to end that and, and all that type of wars and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. So, but yet we're the ones that get the, all the bad rap on. There's all these other countries. It's just the left. It's just, a, like I said, it all boils down to, once again, it's the <laughs> left just using race to manipulate minorities. That's going to be the name of the podcast, Jesse. I'm going to use Total Disaster as the title of this podcast. For sure. Right. Well, hey, Jesse, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to let you go. We know you got a lot of work to do. Uh, we appreciate checking in. And uh, don't be a stranger, brother. Uh, I'll be out there on the West Coast July 6th, July 7th. And uh, hey, man, keep up the great work for sure. Thanks, sir. All right, right. Good, good looking out, brother. Thank Much you. Take love, care, Chino. brother. See you soon. Thank you, bro. All right, guys.